0: Away, you moldy rogue. Away.
1: Welcome back everyone to yet another edition of the Moldy Rogues podcast. Today we have a bumper show, starting with another Top top Trumps, swiftly followed by a one-minute magazine, and then finished off with yet another new feature. With so much to do and so little time, let's get rattling. All right, another number between
0: 1 and 46. Let's go for 3.
1: Okay, this is yours.
0: Oh, now we're talking. That's more like it. A proper knight of the realm, Sir David Beckham.
1: I I don't Uh, believe he is, is he?
0: I think he is, isn't he? No. Well, I'd say he's more deserving of it than Rolf Harris.
1: That's not how it works. He's a knight of the realm because he deserves to be. No, he's not. Yeah.
0: That's exactly how it
1: works. So which Top Trump pack is he a member of?
0: Probably uh, I the clue former, is in
1: the flavour text on the card.
0: Former football stars.
1: No. Oh, read the third line of the text, you dum-dum.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, is it um, too much
1: of a hassle to read <laughs> the third line.
0: All right, fucking. It. It's like playing this <laughs> game with the Gestapo. Sometimes, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Read the third line of the text I've just sent you. Come on, quickly. No. No, I think um, it's celebrities who've had their weddings covered by OK Magazine.
1: Which is unbelievable. Why do you think it says England football hero and not knight of the realm, David Beckham, will be attending the royal wedding with his
0: wife? Oh, so it's a royal wedding bullshit. That makes yes, more sense. Yes, it's the Royal Wedding bullshit, as was yeah, Victoria Me- that, like, I'm, I'm the mental one. The last time we had paedophiles <laughs> and English TV hosts is Top Trunk Decks. It's not that obscure. Football Heroes is actually a normal one. All people who've had their weddings covered by OK Magazine, those would both fit in amongst those characters. He's not yes. 35 either.
1: But he was at the time of the wedding. It's a wedding um, Top Trunk pack.
0: So he's got a VIP score of 5. Out a 100, yep. that seems a bit mean.
1: That's out of 10.
0: Age, 35. Style icon, 17. Yep. Celebrity Press, 30. Big day rating, 62.
1: Style icon. I think you've got to say he is quite a style icon. So 17 out of yeah, 100.
0: 17 out of 100. Also, big day rating, 62. I feel like that's a bit mean as well. The that's about... against Greece?
1: No, the wedding day.
0: As in what? As in... What does he bring to the wedding
1: exactly? So, Prince Harry, you will recall from this same pack, mm. was about 90 big day rating.
0: Is his wedding though?
1: No, I think it was the other one. I think it was what,
0: the bold fella, yeah. The bold the fella, yeah. <laughs> this is the bold one's wedding. Fine,
1: yeah. Okay, so that's yours. Give me another number for mine
0: 21.
1: Scribe that one,
0: okay. Okay. Another big day rating. He was probably at the Boldfellas' wedding as well. Count Dracula. Yeah. Um, <laughs> physical strength 91. Yes. Being a factor of 81, which seems low. Is he stronger than he is scary? I would argue <laughs> not. Killing power of 86. Vague. And a horror rating of 100. That is quite vague. 86. I wonder how that's calculated. How many people he kills,
1: his efficiency at killing,
0: maybe, but he's pretty efficient. Sort of thing yeah. a bat and fly down the chimney and bite you and that. Why was it that he bit some people and they died, and then he bit other people, normally attractive women, and they just turned into other vampires? He's an early feminist.
1: No, I think he's the opposite, isn't he? He treats objects like women,
0: he treats objects like women, which is horrible. Yeah. There's a couple of things that I always remember with Dracula, which is he can't do anything. He literally can't do shit unless you invite him in. Yes. So that always sort of curtails his fear level for me, because you could stand there chatting to him all day and he'd be trying to bite you. But unless you say, come on in, he's just going to be baring his teeth and whatever, but he can't do anything. Even if he turns into a bat, can he come in?
1: Well, how's he going to ask for permission to come in as a bat?
0: Well, this is it. So maybe that yeah. is usurped by him turning into a bat and he can just appear.
1: Well, that's true. I've seen him fly through windows without invitation. Yeah, perhaps that's the loophole.
0: But Deep if he's a loophole. bat, then you just got to keep the window shut. <laughs> it's like the Daleks can't go upstairs. Unless you live in a bungalow, you should be fine.
1: And cows can't go downstairs, can they? Apparently not. Okay, so Beckham versus Dracula. It is a tale as old as time. And the number for the pack they will be fighting to get in?
0: Let's go to 17.
1: Could you explain this character?
0: I sort of wish I'd check. Can I roll again? No. But I don't really understand how this is going to work.
1: Well, that's the beauty of the game. Could you tell the listener who it is?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's Brian Griffin, the talking animated dog from Family Guy. (laughs) So is the game now going to be, is David Beckham or Dracula a better talking animated dog? Because if that's the case, I think we should maybe knock this on the head.
1: (laughs) It is. Which of those two characters would most seamlessly fit into the Family Guy universe?
0: This the sort of conversation I imagine you have after sniffing oven cleaner or something. <laughs>
1: um, I mean, it's a slam dunk for me. Gotta be. Dracula would very easily... In fact, I think he's been in Family Guy. This isn't The Simpsons. You don't get celebrities. So Beckham is a new go. Uh, Hard to um, argue.
0: It's difficult to get any purchase on this argument, to be honest. I don't really <laughs> know where there's any kind of handholds. But... Um, well, Dracula can turn himself in. Is he just bats? Can he turn himself into other things?
1: Did he turn himself into a pigeon?
0: No, but didn't he turn himself into a fly and then he, he went to see Tom Waits?
1: What are you talking about? Tom Waits in a in... Dracula film?
0: Yes, he's in. Oh, he was in. He's he the mad bloke. And I'm pretty sure Dracula turned himself into a fly to go and chat to Tom Waits when he was in the <laughs> asylum.
1: I don't think that's part of the folklore. He can't turn himself into a gerbil or a dog or something just because he feels like it. He's a bad
0: Does he not turn himself into, into a wolf or something as well? Dog. The wolf? That's the wolf man. No, I'm pretty sure in the latest series with the Danish bloke, does he not turn into a dog or a wolf? <laughs> I digress. Um, yeah. So David Beckham, as far as I know, cannot turn himself into a dog, although I wouldn't put it past him. The guy can do a lot of stuff. Hmm.
1: Actually, I've now changed my mind. Dracula certainly... I didn't realise you were arguing my corner. He obviously turns into a dog in several films. Uh, I'm not sure he's a talking dog, but dog, I think, nonetheless. I was arguing
0: for your case. I, I just don't feel strongly enough about whether or not David Beckham would be <laughs> a good animated dog.
1: <laughs> because people in pubs and clubs up and down the land do argue this point on the weekend.
0: So we've set the world to rights tonight, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I see Beckham in the Simpsons all day long, but he just would not be an animated dog.
0: Yeah, well, that's a home run for you, then.
1: <laughs> Excellent. My man is through to the next round <laughs> where he joins. Rolf Harris. Rolf Harris, his wife, Victoria... Wait a minute, he's not married to Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham, Rolf Harris... Rolf
0: Harris and his wife, Victoria <laughs> Beckham.
1: Cho Chang off of Harry Potter, Paul Chuckle, Prince Harry, and Hulk Hogan. And you said this game would never work.
0: <laughs> the jury's still out. You
1: tell me about publications you have read I don't know if there's truth in the things you have said oh. And i I sent you a magazine now. Before you open it, this magazine is called Jam Today. I wanted to try the one-minute magazine thing, so you just look at it for but one minute. It is a very popular feature. But before you open it, could you just tell the listener what you think is going to be in Jam Today?
0: And I will say this now. I think this is probably going to finish me off. (laughs) I think I'm going to be incapable of speech after this, knowing how this feature goes. (laughs) Right. Obviously, Jam Today suggests that it's something uh, condiment-based. It's like a uh, fruit preserve focus uh, of a weekly or, well, of a daily nature even. So I'm going to imagine that it's got your top jams, your blackcurrant, your raspberry, whatever. Oh, Mrs. Potts has made a delightful strawberry jam with her recent crop. Something along those lines. However, knowing how this feature works, it's not going to be that at all. (laughs)
1: Um, who would they interview in Jam today?
0: Uh, who was it? Why are you who- asking more questions about <laughs> something that is clearly wrong? If i got it right, you would be asking me this. So which, I know. It's not-
1: which celebrity did we have involved in that? Um, tractors from the 1930s. And they Oh, had a,
0: don't even bring that up again. And they had an interview it it just, with It made Simon. me feel profoundly unhappy to even recall that day. Was it um, Alan Fitchmarsh? Or I think it was Simon Cowell. Like it wasn't Simon Cowell.
1: Was it Shia um,
0: LaBeouf?
1: I think they was, just uh, died.
0: <laughs> it was, yeah, no, no. It was somebody quite surprising. <laughs> it was, a it recent, was Gary Barlow.
1: It wasn't Gary Barlow. It was a recently dead celebrity who was a fan of 1930s
0: tractors. Uh, Michael Parkinson.
1: Trigger from Only Fools and on Horses.
0: Has he died?
1: <laughs> Could you open Jam today, please?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: <sighs> now.
0: all through the pages to explore diverse spaces filled with art. I already don't want to go any <laughs> further than that. Uh, page four is Observe the Visible, and it's a box with a hole in it. I'm already <laughs> really angry. Really, really angry. <laughs> Focus on the invisible is page five. Fuck off. Fuck yourself. Focus you... on the invisible.
1: As always, oh. a, a visual feature in an audio setting is dynamite every time. Yeah. So our listener is expecting yeah. Thor heard with a jam sandwich. What is actually yeah. facing your eyeballs?
0: That's not what I've got. Basically, it's <laughs> pages of different... I don't even know what these are. But <laughs> like IKEA boxes just folded into different shapes. And then there's headlines like um, can you see me or focus on the invisible? It just makes me very angry. And um do we need museum space to identify something as art? Couldn't give a fuck, mate. Um no, I, I think uh this is there's like three styrofoam cushions on a floor, <laughs> all white. And it just says the impact of space. I think this magazine more than anything else has made me the angriest. Because <laughs> I literally think this is this is a waste of time.
1: Is it an interior oh, design gosh. or is it a fashion magazine? What yeah, are they it's selling? A
0: magazine for absolute fucking pricks. <laughs> Not selling anything. They're just being like it's just literally it's wasting my time. I'm is getting it... more and more annoyed the more I look at it. Is it's it... just completely wasting my time.
1: Could you pin down some writing?
0: No, it is no It's just, it's just little wanky hipster slogans like above a picture of a box going, yeah. Oh, is space relevant? Question mark? And it's just shit like that it's the whole way through. And it's eighty plus pages, so forget it, forget it. What a load of box?
1: Is there an interview with Ryan Reynolds or something?
0: No, there's no, there's no interviews with anybody. There's no editor because he gets stabbed to death for putting some shit like this together. No, there's nothing.
1: Because I'm looking through it. You would think, dear listener, that James is certainly an exaggerator. He's a reactionary. There's no text in this. It's just pictures. I mean, it goes from about page 50 to page 80. There's not even boxes on the floor anymore. There's one with just a turquoise circle, and it says, For Mm. the wandering eye.
0: Yes, and there's a bit further down, there's another one that says... Focusing on the visible, and there's a white box in the middle of the page, <laughs> and then the box has been shaded in on the next page, and it says, all the invisible. And it's like, ah, f- f- f-. you know, is this magazine actually available for purchase?
1: Yeah. And it's probably about well, seven
0: quid. Then we're doomed. Like, our species don't deserve to live anymore. This, this is, is an absolute mistake.
1: Th- Let us sit upon the carpet. And tell sad stories. And tell
0: sad stories, yeah. Yeah. No wonder no one's put their name to the shit. So I've closed it now because it's genuinely <laughs> making my blood pressure go up. Give me a magazine about practice from the 1930s presented by Gary Barlow any day. That? that feature at the end always winds me up no end. And so I'm now absolutely shattered. Ugh.
1: So, yeah, this is this is a one-off feature that I have entitled Celebrity Entanglements of the Fruity Precipice.
0: Okay, good.
1: So it's a one-question quiz. As a fan of Succession, which one of the three male greybeards, that is, of course, Frank, Hugo and Carl. Yes. Are you familiar with those three? So Frank is the oldest of the dude. He played yeah, yeah, Logan's yeah. best friend. Hugo the skinny Hugo's, guy. Yeah, right. he's
0: going to be outdone by the ski jumper.
1: <laughs> and Carl, of course, the blonde dude played by David Rash. Which one of those three in 1989 dated peak Michelle Pfeiffer? Mm. One of those three graybeards. Dated Pfeiffer for two years. This is just before she did Batman. So we're talking Catwoman level Pfeiffer. Arguably the most beautiful woman of all time. Um, And he broke it off with her.
0: To be honest, Carl is my first thought.
1: Maybe she snores in her sleep, though. Still. Still. <laughs> she might have really long toenails, and while you're trying to get to sleep, you've not only got the snoring to contend with, but she keeps scraping the shit out of your lower leg.
0: I Take the hit. (laughs) I'm going to say Carl, actually.
1: You're going to go with Carl Muller, played by David Rash. Now, Mm. here is the unexpected question within the question. At this same time exactly, which one of the three Greybeards was married to Joan Allen, the very attractive lady from the Born Identities. Um. I'll give you a clue. It's not the same person who was dating Michelle Pfeiffer. Although, what a sandwich that would be. <sighs> lady sandwich.
0: I feel like that would be... Um, what's his name? Your you got Frank, you
1: got Hugo, you got Carl. Frank. So Carl, saying- Michelle
0: Pfeiffer. Frank with your lady, Joan Allen. Yeah, exactly.
1: Frank Allen, Carl Pfeiffer. Exactly. I will reveal, Frank, played by Peter Friedman, was indeed married to Joan Allen 14 years. However, Michelle Pfeiffer was dating Fisher Stevens, who plays Hugo, the bald, skinny guy, Mm -hmm. in Succession. I have a picture of the two of them on a date wearing matching sunglasses as my wallpaper on my PC.
0: That's madness.
1: It's absolute... Which bit? Me having the wallpaper or them having the relationship?
0: Uh, A little of both. (laughs)
1: That's a great new feature, though, you think? It's got legs.
0: Very surprising. That is good. That's good. That's pretty surprising, actually.
1: It's astonishing. There's a whole story, thread, just basically photos of them together with people saying, how did this happen? He wasn't more attractive when he was younger. He pretty much looked the same.
0: Now, well, I mean, I'm just reading about it. Did you know he's won an Oscar? He's, he's not got... won an Oscar. He has for the documentary The Cove, which is about this cove in Japan where they go and kill the dolphins.
1: I've seen it. Is he one of the dolphins? Yes.
0: Um, apparently he is the director.
1: What? You know what you should have done? You should have said, which one of the Greybeards has won an Oscar?
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you would have got He's the producer of the Cove. There you
1: go. So he put in some money.
0: Basically. But also, I think it's very funny that that will really wind up Kendall because he takes himself very seriously as an actor. (laughs) The fact that he hasn't won an Oscar, and Hugo (laughs) has, is very funny.
1: I thought you were going to say he won it for dating Michelle Pfeiffer for two years, because he should get some sort of award for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sadly overlooked. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings the madness to a close once again. Next week, we shall continue the Top Trump's Odyssey, and have, you will struggle to believe this, Another new feature that combines James's favourite two things, guessing and porn. Until then, all
0: the best now. Mm-hmm.